1: Are You Ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome I'll be back to a radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God Something I wants every born-again believer to have and enjoy. All of us who are born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God. But unfortunately, not too many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with Him. The good news is that there are things that can be done by each of us To increase the intimacy between God and us There's pathways that each of us can follow That'll get us to the place Where we have the close intimate relationship with God That he desires to have with us So come on And let's learn about some of those pathways That'll help us to get there So without further ado Let me share today's message with you It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God But before I do I got a question to ask you Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not Here it comes
2: Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13. See, many people draw near to God with their mouths, but not with their hearts. Many people draw near to God with their mouths, not with their mouth, with their hearts. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad I ain't talking about you. Look at your other neighbor on the other side and say, At least I don't think it was them. At least I don't think it was them. Amen. Praise God. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13. <laughs> Wherefore, the Lord said, Mm. yeah, that's the right spot. Wherefore, the Lord said, for as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips, do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me. And their fear towards me is taught by the precepts of men. That the fear that they have is taught by the precepts of men. God says, now, see, one of the things I love about the Lord is you can't bluff the Lord. You can't fluff the Lord. You, can, you can't gank the Lord. You can run that little, you know, 50 cent nickel and dime game on everybody else. But it don't work on God. Because God said, I know your down sitting and your upriser. God said, I know the thought before it even entered your head. And I already know what you're going to say before it's said. God said, I know you. God said, I know you. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, Lord that man is you can fluff everybody else but we can't fluff God so all your practice in lying and fluffing people ain't gonna work on God he said wherefore the Lord said for as much as this people he pointed them out he know exactly where they are draw near me with their mouths and with their lips they do honor me but have removed their hearts from me they draw near though that means to, to be or to come near which means that they might be coming they draw near they show up or they might even be there, praise God. Because be near indicates that the uh, the person who are presently located near. Whereas come near indicates the people who are in the process of nearing. Be near indicates the person who is presently located near. They might already be there. They might already be right here. Look at your neighbor. Don't say nothing. Look back and just nod your head like... <laughs> they <may> t- <laughs> It may, it may already be here. Or oh, it might be somebody's drawing there. Next time somebody comes through the door, everybody looks like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, for real, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. I was just kidding. I was just <laughs> don't, don't do that. I was just I was just kidding, y'all. Especially all in the back. Remember, I was just kidding. Here comes somebody. No, for real. Don't I do was <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> It might be somebody that's, that's actually drawing near. But he said in verse 3, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as these people draw near me with their mouths, they know how to talk stuff, and with their lips do honor me. All else went in their speech. You know all the little verbiages and, and little pithy sayings to be able to say. But God said, I'm looking on the inside of you. He said, But have removed their hearts far from me. That word removes right there, praise God, means receded. Receded. I like that. It's like hairlines. You know, the ones that were there, but receded. That ain't a touchy issue around here, is it? Let's let's do water then. Let's do water. You know how the water goes up? You know how the water goes up on the shore? But then it recedes and comes back, praise God. Because see, that the indication is, is that a lot of our hearts were closer, but they pulled back. A lot of us had went out to be with the lord and was close with the lord but it got pulled back so when it says that their hearts are receded he's talking about a people whose heart was there at one time but it might not be there at this time that they was all in before but they ain't all in no more because their hearts have receded because receded infers that it was close or closer but has become distant or further away that is closer, closer, but it has become distant and further away. That's a lot of us. Some of us was fired up about the things of God. Can't wait to do the things of God. Projecting our ministries that God's going to use you and me's and all the things that we're going to do. But it's receded. That's all right. God can take you to hair club. Praise God. <laughs> And he'll bring that hairline back. I mean, that water. I mean, that heart back to where it was before. God can do it. Somebody said, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. He said, their heart has has been removed far from me. Not just far. It just didn't go back here. It's like back here. (laughs) Let's go back to the water, my bad. Let's go back to the... It it went way back, Like, 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 like here in Texas. I'd be driving on the highways and stuff like that. And the sign be saying stuff like, you know, you know, Clinton River. I'm just making up. I don't know the names. they just say something like Clinton River. And I'll be like, all right, all right. And then i drive over the place where the river was. It's just like a dry bed where (laughs) it receded. It was there before, but it ain't there no more. But God wants to bring it back because that thing is far. That word far means to widen in any direction, to widen in any direction. And, and, and the point is, is that even when it begins to move back, it doesn't stay the, where it moved back because it continues to move back. Because once you get something in motion, it continues in that motion unless something comes and stops that motion. Just like when you were coming closer to God, coming closer to God, something had to happen to stop you from getting closer to God. And just like when you're going away from God, further away from God, you'll keep going away from God until something happens. Something has to have enough force to stop your receding. And even have enough force to not only stop the receding, but turn the direction in the other way. I know somebody that got that kind of force. I know somebody, his name is God. And he has the ability to be able to stop the backing up and moving forward. But watch this, though. But he ain't going to use his power to do it. He said, you draw nigh to me. I'll draw nigh to you. He'll give you the reason and the incentive. He'll even tell you what to do. He'll even illuminate that I'm talking about you. But then the ball still falls in your court like what you're going to do. Because you're created in his image and likeness. And just like he got the power to stop it, you got the power to stop it. Just like he got the power to turn you around, you got the power to turn you around. It's like you got the power to get close. He got the power to get you closer. You got the power to get closer. He said he gave it to you. You're just like him. Now use it and make a decision to just turn around today. And step into all of what God has to say. We read, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart from me, and if that ain't enough, their fear toward me is taught by the precepts of man. The word fear right there is talking about reverence, whereas their reverence was taught by the precept of man. Properly, it means to gold. The word taught means to gold. You know, a gold is like a cattle prod that pokes the animal, causing him to feel something that inspires his movement. It's like a cattle prod that pokes a person, an animal, and causes them to be able to change their movement. You know, you poke them and stuff like that, and that's because they feel something for a moment. They change their direction. But if you don't change their mind, they're going to go back in that direction. Because there's a lot of times some we feel something for a minute that causes us to change our direction. Sometimes we feel something for a second or so that causes us to change our direction. Might have been an inspirational message. Praise God. Hallelujah. Whereas we wanted to go in the right direction. We made the decision to go in the right direction. But then the next day comes. And if that thing isn't still poking you, then the feeling is gone. Until before you know it, you'll go back wrong one more time. And many times, our fear of the uh, of the Lord, our reverence of the Lord, is taught is surface level. It's surface level because that's all this poking the animal. It's surface level. It doesn't even penetrate. Just like sometimes our desire to be able to do what God wants us to do really doesn't penetrate past the flesh. It doesn't penetrate past the flesh to be able to go in the inside to where the man really is. But it's at the flesh level, and the Bible says anything that is of the flesh, you reap corruption if it's sown of the flesh. Corruption is where it gets worse and worse and worse, where it starts off solid, but it weakens, starts off solid and weak, which means that there are some folk praise God, that you might even see their fear and reverence of the Lord. They might drop down on their knees and holler, Lord, please. But then later on, they're going to do what they please. Because it was taught of man. They watch. Other surface level people do it, or they were trained by a surface level person to be able to do it, and that is like how you know trained, train, train trained train by a mortal man. that word mortal of course means flesh ruled it's if it's, it's subject to death, that's what the actual word mortal means it's subject to death, but that which is subject to death is the flesh, praise God, so it's flesh ruled, so you might have learned how to reverence God by another surface level person, praise God. Because a lot of times many of us have been trained to worship God by a surface level person. Hey, man, That's why some people come up in here and say y'all worship too long. Because you was trained by a surface level person. Praise God. Some of y'all sang, y'all sang too long. That's why. Because you were trained by a surface level person. That when the feeling hits you. Instead of lifting up holy hands. We, we act like God is Madonna. God is holy. He is separate. And different. There is nobody like God. So therefore the things of the world. Are not carried into worship. Because you worship him in spirit. And in truth. So instead of lifting up holy hands. Without fast or doubting. Or open up our mouths. And giving him the praise and the glory. That's rightfully due his name. And you do gonna clap so long you know. Now finish it. And then if a holy hush. Comes across the road folk are in the presence oh Lord we're going to talk about that we're going to teach all that later though Praise God. we ain't getting into that right now see this refers to being taught by men who, aren't, who, who either that neither know God nor are intimate with God it's talking about being taught by people who neither know God or are intimate with God God wants to train you and teach you how to be able to draw close to him, and he's invited. But he said a lot of people they just draw close. They don't. They they, they 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 draw close with their mouth, but they ain't really all close to me. He said they ain't really interested in all that. But see, we get the privilege to be able to learn like we're supposed to learn. Turn over to Jeremiah chapter twenty nine. Don't get offended now, Perez. I can feel some of y'all, Perez God. Who you calling surface level? I call no, nobody surface level. Amen. But if the shoe fit, take it off. Hurry! Praise God. I got another one I can get you. Praise God. Jeremiah chapter twenty nine. That's all. We all started off someplace. Thank God for starting off someplace. Jeremiah chapter twenty nine, verse eleven. No, no, no condemnation. But thank God for information. Jeremiah chapter twenty nine, verse eleven. God speaking as a prophecy. He says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. See, God has an end and an expectation he wants to give to you. But verse 12 begins to tell you what it takes to be able to have that manifest for you. It says, Then, which means that, so, so this is the next thing that, then shall ye call upon me. Okay. And ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. All right, now, starting to move in the right direction. And ye shall seek me and find me. Notice it doesn't have a period right there. It's got a comma, which means that there's more clauses that follow that. Ye shall find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. You'll find me when you search for me with all your whole heart. See, if we're going to accept the invitation to see God, then we need to learn the way that God says to seek him. We need to learn the way that God says to seek him. And we're instructed by God to seek him wholeheartedly. Because if we seek him wholeheartedly, he said, you'll be found. That word, that he'll be found. That word found means to come forth, which means God will come forth unto you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, if you don't speak old English like that, let's do appear. He'll show up. He'll appear. Now, God's always there, but you'll get a chance to be able to receive manifestation of the manifested presence of God. Folk call it the glory. It's the express presence of God. It's where he actually shows up. And, babe, let me tell you something. When he shows up, it's different. (laughs) You stand out on your feet and end up on your face and be wondering what just happened up in here. Praise God. God will show up. God wants to show up in the middle of your life. He wants to show up in the middle of your situation. He wants to be found. Figuratively, it means I like this to meet and to be present. So not only will he be found, he said, you will meet me. He will meet. He'll pop up in the middle and be like, hello, I am God. Good God Almighty. Let me introduce you to, you, you to myself. I'm bad than bad can be. Colloquial, of course. I am as powerful as powerful can be. You about to meet me. How I many people ain't want to meet God like that? Where is the It also means to be present. God will be right there. Where is God? Opposite of absent. He'll be right there. He'll be present. Sounds a lot like if you draw nigh out of me, I'll draw out of you. But what does it take? You need to seek me with all your heart. The word seek means to search out. But I like this. It means to search out by any means, which means I don't care what it takes for you to do it. You do it. I don't care what it takes for you to do it. Don't look, don't look for a prescription. Just do what you got to do to be able to get it done. Just do what you got to do. Does it take all that? We'll find out. Start. Praise God. Just start. We'll figure it out when we get there. Praise God. Just get at it. Does that make sense? It any kind of way necessary. But if you seek him, you'll find him. That's when you search for him with all your heart. I like that. See, our seeking God must be from the heart, not just from the head. It's got to be from the heart, not from the head. See, many of us might say, I- I- I'm not that type of person who would seek God with my whole heart. I-, I, don't know. I-, I-, I don't really have it in me to do it that way. Actually, you do, praise God, because God put it in you. But we'll get back to that in a minute. But, you know, you too. God wants you to seek him for your whole heart. You don't have it in you? How about this? What about, what about, what about, what about? What if I gave you a check for $5? And and you put it somewhere in your room. You couldn't figure out where it was. Would you search for it with your whole heart? No, you wouldn't. Quit lying. You know you wouldn't. Praise God. Not $5. That ain't that deep. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Just like people don't believe searching out God is that deep. You don't see it that valuable. That's why you wouldn't search it out that way. What if I gave you a check for $50,000? What'd you say, sis? You'd search it out. What, what, what if your friend called you up and say, girl, I got to talk to you about something right now? What, what, say it loud no. What'd you I'll say? Talk to you in a minute. You'll talk to me in a minute. Praise God. Amen. What, what if somebody would come over by your house and ring the doorbell and say, hey, I just wanted to kick it with you. I mean, y'all just gonna sit down and stop what you're searching and kick it with them. No, you wouldn't stop. I mean, you got four feet in there, you wouldn't stop. Why? Because that shit didn't mean too much. That bad boy too valuable. If anything, i would be, hey, what you doing? Come on in here, help me search, praise God. <laughs> oh, you take that pillow, I'll take that pillow, I'll take that couch, you take it, Turn this suck up. Come on, we're turning this old sucker upside down. So i cut you in on it, praise God. I give you 0000 percent. Where we we'll find it, 1st <laughs> I cut you in on it. Bless the minute, of the Lord. <laughs> Shucks, we are we gonna find that check. Praise God. Nighttime coming, they're gonna be like, "Well, I've been working all day." Bunk that. Put put some two picks in your eyes. Something. No dose. Hey, listen, you going going you gonna, you're gonna make sure you find it. Why would you do that? Because you see it valuable enough to do it. So it's not whether or not you have it in you or not. It's whether or not you see it valuable enough or not. Because you already have it in you. You already have it in you. You have it in you when you don't mind how long you stand at a ride at the at the amusement park. They can have a sign out there, two hour wait. And you stand out there and wait, two hours. Girl, go start, go go over there and get us one of them big elephant ears and and get us a big big iced tea. Give me sweet tea. Praise God. And you're just going to stand out there in the heat. Why? Because you don't want to miss your seat. Because that ride was valuable enough to you to be able to do it. How valuable is God to you? How valuable is the closeness of God to you? Because if you saw it as valuable enough, you would seek him with your whole heart. You turn your life upside down to be able to make sure that God's around. You shut folk down. Turn phones off. The phone will become an irritation to you. Every time bzz, 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 that thing get the bounce, and you roll up, roll up, you want to throw that sucker outside? Until I find my check. Some of y'all got quiet. Your phone mean that much to you? Praise God that you won't do it. My bad. Praise God. I apologize. I knew it was a nice phone, but I didn't know it was nicer than God. Now, many of us say, I, I, I ain't that type of person, Pastor. I, I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't be sick. I ain't one of them holy rollers like y'all, Well, God's got a remedy for that. I'm glad to hear that. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 24. He got a remedy for you not thinking that you, you would want to do it like that. God know you. Remember, I told you, you, know you? he knows you. He's looking straight through you. He said, I know your heart. I know you ain't really fired up for me like that. I already know. No condemnation. I love the Lord, He doesn't come to condemn. He comes to edify, to build up. He comes to make strong that which was weak. He comes to repair and to replace that which is tore up. I love a God like that personally. He, he ain't like man. Man will make you feel bad over anything you're not. God ain't even going in there. God said, I already knew you're not. That's why I showed up. But I'm going to make you that way. Genesis chapter 24. Excuse me, Je- Jeremiah chapter 24. Let's look at verse 7. God speaking in prophecy. He says, and I will give them a heart to know me that I am the, the Lord and they shall be my people and I will be their God. For they shall return unto me with their whole heart. How could they return unto him with the whole heart? Because he said, I'm going to give it to you. God will give you a heart to have a heart for him. That's good news. So if you don't have it, don't worry about it. God will give it to you because God never asks you to do nothing that he's not going to equip you for. Where God guides, God provides. If God tells you to do something, he'll finance it. He'll pay for it. So if the money ain't coming through, question whether or not that's what he really said to you. But if he said it, he going to pay for it. God said it, he going to equip you with it because God ain't going to never sit you and put you in a situation to fail. He's only going to put you in a situation to succeed. So he's therefore going to give you everything that you need to get done what he wants you to do. And if God wants you to draw nigh to him and you ain't got a heart for it, God said, I'll give you a heart to want to know me. I'll give you a heart. I'll give you a heart to be able to do that. I love the Lord. So we're instructed by God to seek him wholeheartedly. Therefore, he's going to give us what it takes to seek him wholeheartedly. He's going to give us a heart. You know what that word give means in April? It means give.
1: Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I really hope you've seen what the word says about the doors of opportunity that He has opened for us to have increased intimacy with Him in our lives. The door of opportunity that should be walked through that will cause manifestations of awesome things in our lives. Hope even more that you're seeing the importance of having increased intimacy with God and me and you. So that you can do what you need to do to follow the pathways to increased intimacy that God's Word lays out for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Crystal Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. we we'll three. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out where the Faith Christmas Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you your at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you, it'll be a blessing to you when you do. Speaking of coming through, I got something for all the young adult saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and fight. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults ages 18 through 30-ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again and fired for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. A.G.W. Hanging. Childcare is provided at no charge. A VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought of being young and saved is boring, must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them the two men. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.